0: Hello and welcome to Office Hours with EAB. Today, we're marking National Transfer Student Week with an episode focused on how Wichita State University continues year after year to remain the top transfer destination for students in Kansas looking for a four-year degree. Give these folks a listen and enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to this special episode of EAB Office Hours in honor of National Transfer Student Week. I'm Kate Manning, a strategic leader at EAB. I dedicate a lot of my time to assessing the transfer landscape and identifying best practices for ensuring a smooth transition to the transfer students. I'm delighted to be joined here today by two of my colleagues, Matt Sheldon, Associate Director of Enrollment at EAB, and Chad Steinkamp, Director of Transfer and Adult Recruitment at Wichita State University. I'm going to kick off by throwing it over to Matt to share about, share a little bit about him and his role at EAB.
0: Thanks so much, Kate. And hello to everyone listening today. We're so excited to talk to you about transfer. My name is Matt Sheldon, and I serve as a partner development executive here at EAB. But as many of you in the transfer uh, world, I also wear many hats. So I help serve uh, Kate as one of her subject matter experts on this topic. And we all know it's a a challenging time in transfer, and there's a lot going on. Um, So we are Honored to be on, joined by Chad, who's really going to kind of lead us through this discussion and, and kind of talk uh, talk about the ways that Wichita State has really um, done an amazing job in the transfer space. So, Chad, I'll turn it over to you if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, you know, what's going on at your institution.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to Kate and Matt and for inviting me to this and the EAB. I appreciate the relationship we have with you guys. Um So it's an honor to be here with you all today. Um, like Matt said, my name is Chad Steinkamp. I am the Director of Transfer and Adult Military Recruitment in the Undergraduate Office at Wichita State University. Um, I've been working with transfers at Wichita State for about the past nine years. Um, I have a heart for transfer students. Um, I was a transfer student myself. Plus, I worked 15 years at a community college before I moved over to Wichita State. So, uh, transfers is a big deal to me personally, um, but also to my role at Wichita State. Um, so, we're really excited to be working with EAB um, on with these transfer students. So, it's it's a really exciting opportunity, and and glad to be here.
0: Yeah, thanks so much. You yeah, just- know, so we can dive right in here. Uh, you know, it sounds like you have a great background in transfer, but could you tell us a little bit about the the demographics of the students
2: that are at Wichita State and, you know, kind of talk about why transfer is so important for you all? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Transfer students are a big, big deal for us. I mean, we we love our transfer students, so we want to make them feel at home at Wichita State, just like any traditional high school student. Um, just this last year, we had a little over a thousand transfer students that Newly enrolled to Wichita State, so which has been our highest in the last four years. Um, so we're really excited about that. It's not only your traditional transfers, but also your adult transfers. So we definitely work a lot with our adult students that have those transfer hours that are just coming back to school and starting a community college and transferring to us. So with our highest number in this last four years, we're really excited about that um, and able to help them with that process. Um, what I'm excited about is our team that we have here at Wichita State. So um, when I started, you know, I was working with with orientation. That was kind of my role. But then orientation moved out of our office. And then we opened up this position to work with transfer and adult students. Um, back then, we had one person that was our transfer recruiter. He's still he's still here at Wichita State and, and rocking it. Uh, but now we're a four person strong team. Um, and so we just enjoy working with those transfer students and getting them in the door here and, and kind of helping them pursue their further education once they're done with their community college or even the other four-year schools that may they may have attended.
1: Thanks, Chad, for sharing. And I do want to point out, um, Wichita State University is the top transfer destination for Kansas community colleges. Correct, Chad?
2: It, it is. Yeah, thanks, Kate, for letting <laughs> me know. I should be leading off with that, right? Um, but yeah, we're the number one transfer destination in the state of Kansas. Basically, what that means is we get more transfer students from the community college in the state of Kansas than any other four-year university in the state. So we've had this honor for 13 straight years. Um, so we're hoping to keep this ball rolling and, and keep the snowball effect happening with that. Uh, but we really like to have that honor um, with that within the state.
1: Great. So I just want to dive a little bit deeper and I'm going to ask you a first question here. Could you elaborate a little bit more on what Wichita State does to help students through that enrollment process, as well as then part two of the question, what you guys do on campus once they are enrolled at your institution?
2: Sure, sure. It's a great question, Kate. Uh, You know, we traditionally do it like, like any other schools when it comes to recruitment. We do the transfer fairs, we go to the community colleges and table at some of their events, or even just table in the, in the hallway that, that we can get students to come by. So we're just trying to reach out to these students to know that Wichita State is here and available for them. Uh, we do it in many different ways besides actual physical recruitment. We have a, a robust communication plan for our students. So once we catch their name, either through the recruitment process, through the transfer gateway, which I know we'll talk about a little bit here, soon. um, But once we catch their name, we have a, a really great communication team that reaches out to these students on our behalf. So it's either through text messages, emails, just let them know, hey, we're here. We're available for you. see us you know we're going to help you through this process and we know as a transfer student sometimes they think that well i'm not a traditional student so are they really going to pay attention to me are they really going to provide those resources for me so i think we really provide that for our students Um, like i said not only through the physical recruitment side but also through the communication and just being able to provide those resources for them Um, and then once we get them on campus uh, we also want to make sure that they know they're a part of the campus Um, I know, especially with the older transfer students. They're like, well, how do I fit in? What, what, how do I fit in with these, these younger students? Or how do I fit in with these first time freshmen uh, after I have a few years already under my belt? Uh, Really, we have opportunities for them either through like student government. We have seats in the table for our transfer students. Uh, we do have a specific transfer orientation and adult learner orientation specifically for those students. Uh, we don't necessarily want to have to throw them into the mix with those new first time freshmen, uh, but we definitely want to make sure that they get getting the resources and the information they need. Uh, so for adults, for example, not only um, can they take a seat at some of those tables when it comes to organizations, groups and clubs, we also have an office of online and adult learning specifically for them. So they can go to there for specific resources on, you know, how to build a resume? How do I write a paper? You know, I've been out of school for years, this kind of thing. So we really want to make sure that um, they have those opportunities. We also have a transfer student working group um, on campus, which I'm a part of, but it also consists of representatives from our some of our advising teams, financial aid, student rec, uh, student involvement where we get together once a month and just talk about, hey, what can we do for our transfer students on campus? Um, I know with National Transfer Student Week coming up next week, we have a lot of events um, planned for them through this group. So we're just trying to do our best to make sure that they know what their resources are, what they can do to succeed at Wichita State. I know firsthand that going from a community college to a bigger school, have it be Wichita State or wherever, it's that transition's a little bit different. Campus is bigger, more people, larger classes. Um, More things to do. So we want to make sure that our students um, kind of get a good ear on what we had to offer and, and leave it up to them how they want to get involved and what research they want to take advantage of. So Chad, it sounds like you guys just do amazing things and congratulations on
0: having, you know, such an incredible enrollment this past year. For those on the line, I think, you know, Chad's probably even underselling it um, with how well they're doing, especially when you compare it to what's going on in the national landscape, you know, over the last few years, we've been down about 14% when it comes to overall transfer. And so, you know, Chad, as you're talking, I'm hearing like all these incredible things that are on your campus for a lot of our listeners and a lot of folks that, you know, Kate and I had talked to on our daily basis of our jobs, like they might be like a team of one or a team of two, and they don't have like that kind of same level of buy-in from across the from across campus. If you were kind of starting over from scratch and you were, had some recommendations for folks on how to get, start to get cross kind of uh, departmental buy-in for transfer, like what would you say to those folks? Like how can they make the argument to others on campus that transfers are important?
2: Uh, I guess that's kind of the the problem is making them realize how important transfer students are for your landscape. You know, we and I don't know the exact transfer numbers that we currently have at Wichita State. I know what we've gotten in every year as far as brand new transfers, but we hit over 17,000 enrollment for our students in Wichita State. And that's the most ever um, at WSU and take away the transfer student. I mean, we're going to cut. Into that number a lot. So I guess the big thing is just making sure that those other folks on campus, have it be faculty, staff, administration, know that how important that transfer student is for the landscape of your college campus, Um, not only for the numbered reason, but gosh, you bring those transfer and those adult students in and they have that experience and they have that know how and they have life behind them that they really are a benefit to all of our other students. Um, Wichita State years ago was definitely known as just like a, a main campus for traditional students. Those transfers were still coming, but the resources weren't there. So about, you know, seven, eight years ago, finally the resources started coming around and they started being able to provide for these students. So I think the big thing is just making sure that those other folks know on campus, you know, I can speak at Tom blue in the face. That they know how important these students are, not only for your classes, but also for your landscape and also for just, just the general student population at your institution.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that's, that's really the key there is that like these, they they drive the enrollment. And for those listening, if you're like, hey, like I'm never, we're never going to be kind of a Wichita State. You're not alone. 77% of all uh, transfer offices have Four or fewer people that are dedicated transfer, and that's across campus. I'm talking advisors, registrars, and admissions. So you know, this there are ways. You know, there are ways to build your program um, that outside of staffing, and you're not alone out there. And I think some of the great things that Wichita is doing can can be used. But you
2: know, don't think that this has to be done for everybody. And we're very lucky. We are super lucky. The years I've been in Wichita State, we've been so supportive of all of our administration. So, so starting with my supervisor, going up higher, you know, we the transfer process, the transfer team, um, all that, and the resources, not only once we do recruiting, but also once again on campus have, have been available for them. So, so, we're truly blessed, to be honest. So, we've never really had to run into that difficulty of saying, hey, y'all, you need to do this and you need to do this. We've just been just blessed from the early time that that we've had that support.
1: Thanks, Chad. So you're talking a lot about the staff that supports transfer students and the great resources that Wichita State has. One resource that is really unique and stood out to me is that you have a dual advising approach at Wichita State. So I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit more on that for the folks on the line, as well as talk about the impact that has on transfer students.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for bringing that up, Kate. So dual advising is really huge for us. So basically what dual advising is, it's an opportunity for our current community college students and either other four year students that are in different colleges. They can have an advisor with Wichita State, even though while they're at that other college. So it's it's free for them to take advantage of. We have an easy form. Um, basically, we just re- we tell them, hey, fill out this form. Um, it gives you an advisor at Wichita State while you're at your current college. So it can help you with that transfer process. We know with our experience, and you all know that a big concern with transfer students is how my hours going to transfer. You know, I, I don't want to fall behind. I don't want to lose money. I don't want to waste my time if they're not going to transfer to you. So that's how dual advising was first figured out and founded was so we can try to solve that issue early. So by telling our students, hey. You go to that school, absolutely do what you need to do, but you can still have an advisor at Wichita State to kind of help you through that process and make sure that you're taking the correct courses at that current college. So that transition is smooth and easy whenever you're ready. You know, I tell them, we're not going anywhere. We're gonna be here for a while. You know, take your time, go through the process. We also have dedicated dual advisors in each college. So we have eight separate colleges within the university. So depending on what their major is and what they're going into, We will line them up with that specific advisor. So one of the team members on my team, she is basically responsible for dual advising. So once she gets a dual advising form, she will match them up with their dual advisor and then make sure that they stay in contact with each other to solve any issues, any questions that students have about transferring hours to us. I think one key thing for
0: folks on who are listening to think about too is that there are a thousand transfer students for every one community college advisor so anything that you can be doing on your campus to be kind of supporting dual advising whether it be through this very regimented and, and structured work that Wichita state is doing, or just informally um, that, it, that can be a big help. Um, Chad, I want to do a little log rolling for you because I, I think that it was, it was, it was really informative to both Kate and I and, and kind of helping frame like all the great work you're doing, but you recently wrote a blog post called um, a complete guide to transferring to Wichita state. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you use this blog um, and how you, you, Publish it and just talk a little bit about how you're using some some
2: kind of non-traditional communication uh, sure. to to get in front of students. Sure, absolutely. First of all, I, I can't take credit for the blog. I would love to take credit for the blog, but absolutely, uh, one of my former staff, unfortunately, she moved on to other things, wrote that blog for us. Um, but we do have the the blogs that come out when in regards to transferring and adult recruitment. So the blogs thing just started just a couple years ago, and it's. And it's kind of nice to have. It's just a different resource, not only for transfer students, but also traditional students or adult students or just, hey, what's happened on campus? I mean, we went and blogs on what the best cookie is on campus before just so people get a good idea. Hey, what does admissions team like? Um, but we do have the blog website and basically you can definitely go there to check out the different blogs. But we're also once we create a blog for specific population. We will email that blog out to them, the link to that saying, Hey, check this out. We'll also put it on our social media. So it's really just another resource, another way to communicate with those folks. Uh, we really can't tell who reads the blog. We don't get really information from them, like their names and emails and stuff we always look for as recruiters. Um, but it's just a nice little fun. Way to kind of share our information with them. So, something a little bit different than the traditional email, than the traditional text message. Say, hey, we got these fun blogs. Go check them out. And then when they read one blog, they might see another blog listed there that's, hey, you know, this is interesting to me too. I want to know what the best cookie is on campus. So, let's go check that out too. Because once I'm on campus, I'm going to hit up that cookie place. Uh, So, it's just a nice way to communicate just some of the fun things that we do on campus. And then also, Um, some of the process of to become a student or how to get involved.
1: That's very interesting, Chad. And I love the unique way of that blog. Um, It's not really seen much. So I I love that you shared that with us today. Um, Another resource that you previously mentioned a little bit earlier was the Transfer Gateway. Um, So I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit on the Transfer Gateway for us. Um, For those listening, Transfer Gateway is EAB's transfer portal that Wichita State University uses. So they have renamed it Transfer Gateway, and it's really our one-stop shop to really help transfer students enroll at your institution. So Chad, would you mind just speaking a little bit more about that and how you guys use that?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I love the Transfer Gateway, Transfer Portal so much. Uh, when we got this a few years ago in partnership with EAB, we were definitely we're an alpha school, um, so which means we were one of the first colleges to try this. And y'all, it has taken off so well since then. Uh, when we first got this, I mean, I was like really giddy and stuff. This is just something that we need, something for the students to have. So basically, with the like Kate said, basically what the transfer gateway is an opportunity for students to get in there put in kind of their classes that they've taken at the community college for your school and sees how it transfers to Wichita State, which is a huge benefit. I, I mentioned before that with transfer students, a lot of times their big concern is what's going to transfer. And a lot of people are visual people. I'm definitely a visual person. And for them to get on that transfer gateway, which is free for them to use, for them to get on that transfer gateway and to see with their own eyes, OK, this class is going to transfer as this class of Wichita State. And then I have this much done for my degree at WSU. This is what I have left. I mean, I think it's so helpful. Gosh, it's so helpful for, for us and for the students. And also, you know, for us in a selfish manner, it's a way for us to capture them. Um, they can go in and they can build a profile and they can put their information in. They can put in uh, where they're from, what their major is, where they're transferred from. And that helps us on our end with the recruitment and communication par- process. So it's, it's, it's a benefit. I think it's kind of a win-win. For, for all of us, it's a great recruitment tool from my eyes, but for the students themselves, it is a really good kind of, I really just want to, you know, self kind of make sure that that the thing's going to transfer for us, you know, it, it really just makes them feel a little more confident on how things are going to transfer. Um, and by using and taking advantage of that gateway, we really, really do our best to try to push that out to our students. That's part of our communication plan. Everywhere we travel, everywhere we go, we have a specific transfer gateway flyer that we make sure that these students have in their hands. And we say, hey, listen, you know, go on this. Check it out. If you have concerns about your your or questions about how things are transfer, get on here. But another beautiful thing about the transfer gateway transfer portal is. Um, not only with the transfer hours, but it has also other resources there. It has information on majors, like what, you know, what the demand is for that specific major, what the salary range is for that major. It has a timeline of what do I need to do next? Right? I visited Wichita State. I've gone on the transfer gateway. What's my next role? They can go to the timeline and personalize that a little bit. Um, they could reach out to us because we do run into classes now and then that are that are questionable about transferring but they can use the gateway where they can request, hey, let's look, can you take a closer look at this? They send us a syllabus, our transfer evaluation team on campus can take a close look at it and say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll take this class, no problem. It doesn't show up in the gateway, but it will for future use now. Um, so it's a really huge benefit for us. I honestly, Kate, don't know what we would do without it. Um, and so we really enjoyed it. So this is my plug for the transfer portal and the transfer gateway. If you don't have one like it already, Think about getting one. Um, it's, it's a huge, huge help for our transfer students.
0: The dad, we're. Work- we're very flattered also how it's placed on your website. Um, if folks want to check out Wichita's uh, homepage, it is the first thing that you will come to on their transfer page, which uh, we we are uh, very proud of here at EAB. So Chad, outside of the transfer portal and, and the great work that you're doing there, I think the number one question that Kate and I get when we are like talk out there talking with schools uh, is where are the transfer students? If you were kind of like if you were against kind of starting from scratch, rebuilding, um, like rebuilding this program, like where would you start to try to identify students for the top of the funnel? Because I think that is one of the hardest things that a lot of our schools um, deal with. So kind of some recommendations that you might have for folks out there as they're they're trying to build a, a transfer pipeline.
2: Sure. I I really think you just start with your local community colleges. Um, And we have what we call basically our big three feeder schools and our three feeder schools that we get the most transfer students of are are definitely within 100 miles of us. Um, So they're easy to get to in a day, easy to talk to, easy to get students to come visit us. So definitely, I would definitely start with the local community colleges that you have, Um, but also just appealing to those adult learners or anything else that have transfer hours. You know, just I think the big thing is, just make sure you're transfer friendly. I think that you know that you have four one, two, or three, or four people that are transferred designated to to help you out um because I think that's one thing that we have going for us because we have four very four good, good transfer team players on our team, and I think we're really passionate about it. and I think that shows. and I think that's really super helpful for it. So if you can build a team, Um, Even if it's just two people to start off with, just build a team, reach out to those community colleges, convince them and let them know, hey, we are really super transfer friendly. We do. Um, One of the things I do want to make sure you all know, too, is that not only do we go and recruit students, but we also recruit advisors in a way. So we will do work with community college advisors and say, hey, here's what we have going on. We'll do luncheons with advisors. So we'll set up a nice little lunch somewhere, either in Wichita or we'll go to them and cater in the lunch and we'll bring um, academic advisors with us to kind of tell them, hey, what this is what's going on in the College of Health Professions, or this is what's going on in the business school. Um, just kind of keep them updated on how we want to work with them and then work with their students because it, it kind of starts with advisors, really. Because um, if it, a student is in with their community college advisor and they say, hey, we're looking to Wichita State, the community college advisor say, hey, you know what? Guess what I learned at Advisor Luncheon last week? You can do this, this, and this, and it makes it a lot easier. Um, So we want to make sure that we work with those advisors, make sure they know we're transfer friendly. And also, even though we're only four people strong in our transfer team, we do ask a lot of our other recruiters and recruitment staff to know enough about transfers because with just four people, we can't be everywhere all the time. Um, So we do rely on a lot of our other recruiters, our high school recruiters, our central management staff to be able to talk transfer as well. So, as long as they're in the know, too, then they can help transfer students. Then that transfer student knows, hey, I, I mean, I have an admissions rep, high school admissions rep that knows a lot about transfers. This is pretty cool, too. Um, just to know that that your staff and your campus is very transfer friendly and, and convenient for these folks. I, I hope that answered your question, man. I kind of got carried away. a little yeah, bit.
0: Uh, No, that, that totally did. I think I think a couple of things that I would take away. I just to kind of summarize a little bit. It's like transfer is hard, so you have to be passionate about it. Yeah. I think one of the things that Kate and I see a lot with our partners is because of staffing and resources limitations is that they may disperse transfer recruitment throughout first-time freshmen counselors. And that at times can work, but because of kind of the number of questions that these transfer students, I mean, I, you've outlined so many different things that you all are doing to recruit them. Like, you do need those centralized supports and those people who are willing to drive through the tough times when it comes to transfer. I think uh, something that Kate and I and our director, Allison, always say when we're doing these presentations you know, at conferences nationally, it's like our transfer people wear all the hats, they do all the things. Um, and that's kind of the nature of our, uh, our recruitment area. Um, but if you can identify people on campus from faculty to those advisors you mentioned to folks in the registrar's office who are really
2: passionate about this space, um, you can find those students and really drive enrollment. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it's it's difficult if you don't have some transfer specific folks, just because with all four-year schools, especially in the state of Kansas, I mean, you have different criteria, you have different admissions requirements for those first-time students, for transfer students, for adult students, and, and keeping all, all in line and all in order, it can be difficult at sometimes.
1: Well, with that, as Matt just mentioned, that transfer staff, and as you know, Chad, you have to wear a lot of different hats in the transfer world, but I want to circle back to the beginning of the call when we mentioned that this week is National Transfer Student Week, so I want to take a moment um, and just Say thank you to Chad, to you um, and to your staff and to all those advisors that you just mentioned that really help support transfer students. Um, What National Transfer Student Week is, is it's an initiative that's set out by the National Institute for for the Study of Transfer Students, which is called NITSIS. if you are familiar with that terminology, Um, but they really put an initiative out there just to spend a week to celebrate not only transfer students, but all the professionals who support them. Um, So again, Chad, we wanted to say thank you to you all, but we also want to hear a little bit about what Wichita State's doing to celebrate their staff and transfer students.
2: Sure, sure. That's a great question, Kate. So we really look forward to National Transfer Student Week every year. Uh, We always try to plan to do something fun. Um, So every year we our undergraduate admission staff, we do something separate. And then we have that transfer student working group that I mentioned earlier. Uh, we do something together for our current transfer students. So with admission staff, we go get cookies. I mean, we get as many cookies as we can get our hands on and we go and deliver to all the community colleges within our area. Uh, we take cookies to the advisors, to the faculty, to staff. Uh, we just want to make sure that they know how important they are to us um, and say, hey, here's some here's some nice, delicious Wichita state cookies here. Have a, have a treat on us. Thank you for what you do. Um, The transfer team, we, we create a little card. We all sign it. Thank all the advisors for everything they do for us. So we hit our feeder schools and then for sure. And then if we happen to be out recruiting next week, we take cookies to them. So one of our staff is going to Oklahoma next week to our transfer fair. So she's going to take cookies to the Oklahoma city community college crew down there and just say, thank you for what you do for your students. And hey, if you need us, you got us kind of deal. Um, As far as a transfer student working group on campus, we have a couple of fun events for our current students on campus. We're going to have some social hours next week uh, where we're going to do, unfortunately, it's their fall break. So we only have half the week to do something with our students. Um, But we have a nice little setup that we're going to do what we call a t-shirt swap, which is something I've never been a part of. So they can bring in a t-shirt from their previous school. So it'd be a community college for your school We're going to swap it out for a brand new Wichita State shirt. um, And then we're going to take what we get and, of course, donate it to folks either on campus that need it or to our local clothing um, distributors here in Wichita. Um, so it's kind of a nice little charity run, but it's also kind of fun for our current transfer students to get a new WSU swag if they want to. And we'll take their T-shirts no matter what's what shape or it is in. You got a, a previous T-shirt, we're going to swap with you. Um, but we're also going to have snacks and food in our student center for our transfer students. And just let them know, hey, we still, you're here. We got you here. It's great. But we still appreciate you and still appreciate you being part of Wichita State. Um, we're also going to do some transfer student takeovers on social media. Um, So we'll have that, we'll have a couple of, so student involvement is going to do some, us in admissions are going to do some, so we're going to have one of our, we have what we call transfer guides in our office, which are our student transfer assistants, Um, and they're going to take over our Instagram account for us and and just kind of do a day in the life of what a transfer student is like here on campus and kind of just be on Instagram, share with the world what they're doing, what it's like to be a transfer student. Um, and then our student involvement folks are going to have a couple of students that are transfer students do that as well. So which will be fun. So if you guys are out and you're bored and you need to look at Instagram, Wichita State, come check us out next week because um, we'll have a couple of takeovers going on with our transfer students.
1: I love all those ideas, Chad. You're making me hungry with all the free food and the, the free <laughs> cookies. Who doesn't love a delicious free cookie? Right. Um, and
2: free food is big for these college students. It's great.
1: Yeah, if it's free, it's me. That's always my motto. Um, but thank you so much for sharing and joining us today. But before we wrap up, the last question I have for you is I just want to end with asking you what advice do you have for those who are working with transfer students? Um, can you just end with a little bit of an of a note for them?
2: Sure, sure. So I have worked with transfer students for a long time and like I mentioned before, been one, been at community college level. I think just just addressing their needs is kind of the big one just let them know that you're here um, you're passionate about them you know you know our role as institutions yeah is to get those numbers up get those um get that high enrollment get those get that head count um but really just to show that you care about them is kind of the big thing and that we talk about within my team i mean there there's opportunities that you know if a transfer student wants to come to us but we don't offer their program why would you come to us? You know, so you know, we would suggest, hey, we don't have it, but this school has it. You know, go check it out. So we want that message to come across as, as we care about you as a student, not necessarily as a number. And I think that's a big advice and big thing that a lot of colleges should look at. And in the most of the colleges that I work with and have been a part of and the four-year schools that I have have partnered with, um, they're all like this in the state of Kansas. But really, you know, just show that you care about these students. You'll do what you can to get them in the door um, within policy and then um, just work with them and their needs and help them in any way possible.
1: Thanks, Chad. And again, thank you so much for all the work you do for transfer students. And thanks for being on today. Um, it was great having you. And Matt, thank you as well. It's been fantastic chatting with you both today. We really appreciate all your insights.
2: Yeah, thank you guys very much. I appreciate the offer. And one last plug for those that are listening, if you can get the the portal, get that transfer portal going up and kicking. So, uh, but yes, thank you guys for this opportunity. It's been an honor to be a part of this. Thank
0: you for listening. Please join us next week when our guests share findings from a new survey that uncovers the preferences and college search behaviors of current and prospective adult learners. Until next week, thank you for your time.